Hey there, welcome once again to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today on the program, we're going to take a look at day two of week two of Give Up Worry for Good. The message, Jesus Christ, is the same yesterday and today and forever. In, during this week, during this whole entire week, we are looking at God's power. In order to give up worry for good, which is what we're trying to do, one of the first steps that we have to take is to recognize that the Lord is bigger than any problem we can ever face, because otherwise we can't trust him unless we, we come to the conclusion. And, and you know, it's, it's the type of, um, of knowledge that you might not necessarily feel in your heart, but we got to start with our intellect. We got to believe this first, that he's bigger than anything we face. And, and today, specifically, we're going to look at the fact that Jesus Christ has not changed over the years. So 2,000 years ago, he did certain things. He healed people. He performed miracles. What you and I need to believe today, again, intellectually, this is, we start out with the fact this, this is the way it is. We need to believe that he can still do in this day and age, in 2021, what he did 2,000 years ago. And according to the Bible, he can so, so as you can see, or as you can hopefully see, if you need a miracle in your life, or you need somebody to still the storm in your life, Jesus can still do it. And the more we, we tell ourselves that and let the Holy Spirit work in our souls to convince us of that, the more we're not only going to believe it with our mind, we're going to feel it in our hearts. So that's the message today. All week we are looking at the Lord's power, and uh, and I think this is something you know. It's such a simple message, but it's something that we we so often forget. And one of the reasons we begin to worry about our problems is we completely forget just how powerful Jesus is, and we forget that He's with us. So we're going to talk about it today, and I hope you can settle in and stay with me for the entire thirty minutes uh, before we begin. Let's turn to Jesus. We'll, we'll, we'll pray to, directly to Jesus today, and we're going to ask him to help us. We're going to ask him to help us with our problems and also to help us to remember how powerful he is. We're all, we will also, in addition, kind of setting up the prayer, this is where I feel I'm supposed to go today, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to help because one of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to make Jesus more real to us. And I think we all need a little bit of that today. Okay, so if you're ready, let's turn to Jesus in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, our verse today in Hebrews 13, 8, reminds us that you are the same yesterday and today and forever. It's a pretty powerful statement. Lord, it is very easy for us to forget that especially when we are faced with the reality of problems, of challenges, of an uncertain future. It's very easy to forget because we can't see you with our eyes to forget that you are the same yesterday and today and forever. So Lord, we turn to you. We first give you thanks for becoming man, for dying on the cross for us, for leading us back to the Father and opening up the gates of heaven for us. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for remaining with us always. We thank you for sending us your spirit. 
And Jesus, we lift up our problems. We all have a certain something that's weighing us down. I know I have some right now. We lift these problems up to you, Lord. And we're going to give them to you. We're going to give them to you and ask you to handle them for us. Let us know what you'd like us to do. But primarily, we're going to give the problems to you and ask you to take care of them for us. And we're going to trust you that you know what's best. Lord, we pray for our family, our friends, all those who have asked for our prayers. We pray for everyone who is participating in this Give Up Worry for Good summer program. We pray, Lord, for those who don't know you at all. We pray that you will use us as your instruments to reach out to others. We pray for an end to division and hatred in our world. And we pray that over the course of these eight weeks that we will learn to worry less and to trust you more. Jesus, I also ask today that you give me the words. Please inspire me by your Holy Spirit to deliver the message you would like delivered. And please open our hearts and our minds so that we are receptive to what it is that you have to say and willing to put it into practice. And Jesus, through you, we present these intentions to our Heavenly Father in your name through the working of the Holy Spirit. God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much for praying with me. Again, you know, today we address the prayer to Jesus. Some days I'll address the prayer to the Father. And always notice the mention of the Holy Spirit. We certainly can pray directly to the Holy Spirit as well. We can say, Holy Spirit, inspire me. Inspire me to think, speak, and act like Jesus. That's a very valid prayer. Because the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, they're all God. Three different persons, though. One God. And it is valid to pray directly to any person of the Trinity. I do try to change it up a lot of times. I do pray to the Father on this program, but sometimes, as we did today, I pray to Jesus. Every now and then, I, I pray to the Spirit. You know, it, it's funny about the, about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit plays sort of a background role. Even though the Holy Spirit is fully God, the, the Holy Spirit, I mean, He does tremendous work. We would be unable to know Jesus and ultimately to know the Father without the working of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit's job is to transform us into the image of Jesus, which is it's a pretty difficult task, right? And also, the Holy Spirit makes the Father and Jesus real to us. So these are incredibly important functions provide, or, uh, executed by the Holy Spirit. Very, really, very important. But the Holy Spirit is content to play a background role. He works behind the scenes. When we look in the Bible, we don't see any words of the Holy Spirit. We see words of the Father. We see words of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is, according to the teachings of the church, the Holy Spirit is the love between the Father and the, and the Son. 
The Holy Spirit's a mysterious force. He's a spirit. You know, and, uh, and that's one of the reasons we can sometimes downplay the work of the Spirit. What I would say is we don't want to downplay the work of the Spirit because the work of the Spirit is unbelievably important. However, the Holy Spirit is operating in the background, under the covers, if you will, sort of transparently, and, and that's okay. But it's a good idea to get used to at some point in the day to talk to the Holy Spirit, to ask the Spirit to help you. That, that is really important to do. But yeah, the Holy Spirit is supposed to be in the background. That's his deal. He's okay with that. But he operates with a lot of power, and that's that's the thing we want to remember. Hey, I'm Gary Zimak. This is Following the Truth. I do want to thank you for tuning into the program. As I mentioned at the start, we are currently in the second week of Give Up, Worry for Good. It's an eight-week program. Today is day two. And we're going to talk about Jesus being the same yesterday, today, and forever. This whole week is dedicated to understanding or better appreciating or recognizing God's power. Last week, we talked about hope, the hope that it is possible to stop worrying. This this week, we talk and we focus on the power of God. And remember, each week, we are talking about a different, we have a different focus on a different concept. You put all these concepts together little by little, and this is what helps us to give up worry for good. You know, the book is titled Give Up Worry for Good, but we need to do something. We give something up and we take something on. We give up worry and we learn to trust in Jesus. That's the whole point of this thing. It's not just to give up worry. And the way we give up worry is by making that conscious decision to trust in Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, Followingthetruth.com is my website. I want to send you there if you want to find out more about my work. Or I booked another parish mission for 2022 today, a Lenten parish mission. I only have two more openings for a no-cost parish mission. If you would like to bring me to your parish, please let your, your pastor know. Let your director of religious education or your adult faith formation leader, whoever it is is, that's responsible for bringing in speakers or presenting programs, let them know that I am offering Give Up Worry for Lent for 2022 for no fee. Normally I charge a fee to come in and to speak at these, uh, uh, to to lead these retreats. But for this year I'm doing it at no fee, but... The, the slots are filling rapidly, so if you're interested or somebody in your parish is interested, please let me know uh, by contacting me. Please have them visit my website, followingthetruth.com, and contact me, and we'll set something up, okay? Followingthetruth.com is the place to go for that. The other One other piece of information to, or of news, tomorrow, 6.35 a.m., that's Wednesday, at 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time is my regular weekly slot on EWTN Catholic Radio on the Sunrise Morning Show. I'm going to be talking about Give Up Worry for Good. That's the that's the segment that I do. So if you want to tune in, I'll be talking about some one of our upcoming reflections. That'll be tomorrow at um, 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time. I know it's early, but it might be worth your while. We'll see. If not, I'll be back here later in the day. 
Okay, so we are going to talk today about the fact that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, in the book, in Give Up Worry for Good, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, this is such a, this is such a what, what would you call it, a simple concept to understand. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not hard to understand, but boy, it is hard to internalize it, isn't it? especially when we are looking at problems. When we're looking at problems in our lives, there are so many things that can take away our peace. Just now, before I came, before I came on the air, we have a, um, a covered deck out, out back, and uh, it's leaking. I, I noticed it's, it's a rainy day out, so there's water dripping onto the deck, and there's somehow a leak in the roof. But, you know, these little things, they tend to be so aggravating that's really a real problem. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing it. I'm watching the water drip down. It's like, ah, oh, I got to deal with this, right? We all have those things. Or you may have a major problem. You might be dealing with cancer right now, chemotherapy. Somebody in your family might be awaiting medical testing results. You might have a bill to pay and you don't know how you're going to pay it. You might be unemployed right now. You might have a major rift in your family. Somebody you know might be dealing with addiction. These are real in-your-face problems, aren't they? And when you're faced with these kind of problems, when you're faced with these kind of problems, it is not easy to conceptualize the fact that Christ is with you and he's the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, if he showed up in the flesh and he, and he performs a few miracles, then it's like, okay, now I can get it. But see, this is, this is what it means to walk by faith. We live in a fallen world. Because of original sin, this world is not perfect. And therefore, we have to depend on our faith to see the Lord's presence in the midst of the trials and the struggles of daily life. So we have to see him with the eyes of faith. That takes work. That takes practice. That's one of the reasons we are doing what we're doing. We need to be able to visualize, you know, even though he's invisible, we need to be able to, visualize the, to visualize the presence of Jesus and understand that he is all-powerful. And one of the best ways to do that is to go back into the Bible and look at some of the things that he did. Look at the miracles he performed. They're documented. Many of them are documented. And look at how he intervened into the lives of so many people who came to him. And then you look at a verse like today, Hebrews 13 and 8, and you remind yourself. And, and this is something that we really need to do. We need to remind ourselves. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, what he did in the past, 2,000 years ago, what I read about in the Gospels, he can do today, and he can do in the future. One of the problems for many of us who tend to worry is we have a fear of the future. Well, I'm okay now, but I don't know what will happen tomorrow, right? That's, that's a problem, and that becomes difficult. That becomes a challenge. But a verse like this is so important because it reminds us that he hasn't changed and he will not change. So not only can he help you with your roof leaks today, he can help you tomorrow as well. And look, you know, certain problems 
are less important than others. But sometimes it's the minor problems. For me, you know, these these house repair problems, these maintenance issues, they have always been a thorn in my side. Mainly because I'm not handy at all. And sometimes I, I tend to, to obsess over them. You know, I just can't seem to get them out of my mind. How am I going to fix this? And I almost can get to the point where I'm overwhelmed. But at, at times like that, it's important to, to just really understand. And, and, you know, and I have to do this. I have to literally work with myself and the Holy Spirit is good at helping me with this too and just step back and say, hey, this, this life is temporary. When I'm lying on my deathbed or if I'm being judged because I died suddenly, I'm not going to be concerned with a leaking roof. It's just not going to matter. While you're going through it, yes, you have to deal with these problems. You can't just ignore them. We all have stuff that we have to deal with. But we can deal with them or we should learn to deal with them without letting them overwhelm us to the point where we're losing sleep over these things, you know? And that's where a relationship with Jesus is critical. We got to get used to the point. Uh, we got to get used to turning to him and walking through life with him, understanding that he wants to help us with the leaky roofs and the car problems. And the other concerns that we have, they, you know, we, we think they're minor, but they're not minor. He took care of turning water into wine at a wedding at Cana. He cares about the little things, the things that drive you crazy, as well as the big things. And that's what we need to remember more. And, you know, a part of doing what we're doing, this eight week program of looking at Bible verses, meditating upon them, reflecting on them, looking at what Jesus did. Part of doing that, it becomes a habit. And we start to get used to it. It becomes more, it, it be, we reinforce it over the course of eight weeks to the point that when we're done, we're much more inclined to recognize the Lord's intervention and desire to help us. You know, so this is all about building a habit, a good habit, instead of the bad habit of worrying. So in the in the reflection for day two of week two, I talk about the story of the disciples on the road to Emmaus, Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. I've always liked this story because we got two people who are missing the point, completely missing the point. Jesus had died and rose from the dead already by this point. And we have these two disciples, one named Clopas, the other unnamed. So you and me, we can be the other unnamed disciple. It makes perfect sense. They're walking on the road to Emmaus, which is a... um, No one is really sure of the exact location of this, this village of Emmaus. But they're walking and they're dejected. They're dejected because they, according to the, the um, St. Luke, they had hoped that Jesus would be the one to, uh, to restore the kingdom, or to redeem Israel. They were hoping he was the one to redeem Israel. Well, in actuality, he did redeem more than Israel. He redeemed the entire universe, past, present, and future, through his death and his resurrection. So he did exactly that, but they were unaware of it. And they were walking, looking downward, dejected, hopeless. 
And Jesus began to walk with them, but they didn't recognize him. Now, we, in the same way, the reason I like this story is because we often are dejected and feeling hopeless and walking with our head down, staring at the ground, and we lose sight of the fact that Jesus Christ is walking with us and has redeemed us, not just from eternal damnation, but he took to the cross our anxiety as well. He doesn't want us to live an anxious life. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to rejoice in his presence. He wants us to have hope. You know, but yet we oftentimes are dejected and downcast and hopeless. And we completely lose sight of the fact that he's walking with us. Now, these guys didn't recognize Jesus either until he revealed himself to them. And then he disappeared. And they were kicking themselves saying, why didn't we recognize him? And again, I I, I can so relate to this. I can so relate to this because we do this all the time. And it wasn't the dead Jesus that was walking with them. It was the risen Jesus who was very much alive. So we look at this story of Jesus traveling with these disciples. Now these were, you know, these were disciples. These were people who believed in Jesus, who called themselves followers of him. So I I can relate to that even more because you and I, if we're Christians, we're in the same boat as these guys. We're his followers. We know the story better than they do. You know, this was new to them. They yes, they should have known He said he would rise from the dead, but just about everybody missed that point. But us, we know better. We know the story because we have hindsight. Now, we've got 2,000 years of hindsight looking back, knowing that, yeah, Jesus Christ, sure, he was crucified on Good Friday, rose from the dead on Easter Sunday, opened the gates of heaven. We know that story. But even though we're his followers, even though we are Christians, we forget that. And we look at our problems and they overwhelm us. Or we look at an uncertain future. You know, over the past couple of days, we've been hearing at Mass in the first reading about Abram, who went on to be renamed Abraham by God. But here's a guy who was called to leave his homeland God didn't tell him where he was going. He said, follow me to a land where I will show you. But Abram had to get in motion first. He had to start walking. His future wasn't uncertain. I mean, his future wasn't spelled out to him. He didn't know what was coming next. He was asked to trust God and to follow God one step at a time. And when the time came for him to be something to be revealed to him, God would reveal it. That's us. That's our story. Are you willing to walk with God into an uncertain to you or an unknown future to you, I should say, because not to God. He knows what's coming next. Are you willing to do that? That's what we're trying to work on. By giving up worry and learning or making the decision to trust Jesus and to lean on him 
and to recognize his power and to recognize he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, we are learning to deal and live with uncertainty. Again, to us, but not to him. The future might be unknown to us, but Jesus knows exactly what's going to happen, and he's the one with the power, and he wants it to be unknown to us because he wants us to trust him. He wants us to walk by faith. If we knew everything, we wouldn't turn to him because we wouldn't need faith. That's why we have faith. So as we go through this eight-week program, one day at a time, we are going to practice trusting in him Right, And this week especially, we are going to focus on one of the reasons why we should trust him. Because he's all-powerful. He's also all-loving. And all-knowing. But today, this week, it's all about power. Jesus is bigger than any problem that any of us could ever face. And he has not changed. Yesterday, today, forever, same. He's, he's, he's the same. And if he performed a miracle 2,000 years ago, if he stilled the storm 2,000 years ago, if he healed the sick, if he raised the dead, if he gave sight to the blind, cured the lepers, if he did that 2,000 years ago, he could do it today. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible is the inspired Word of God. This is the Holy Spirit inspiring the author of the letter to the Hebrews to write that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit. It can be as simple as, Holy Spirit, please help me to believe this. Please help me to believe that Jesus is with me now and he has not changed and he can help me with my problem. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you, okay? And that's one of the Holy Spirit's jobs, as I said at the beginning, to make Jesus real. The Holy Spirit is going to help you to draw closer to Jesus and to believe those words, that the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And once you start believing that, that then you're not going to be dejected anymore. Because you'll realize, wait a minute, Jesus is with me. He can fix this problem. Or if he so chooses, he can give me peace, even in the middle of this storm. That's big. That's really big news. Okay, we're about out of time now. I want to thank you for tuning in to Following the Truth today. If you have questions, you can always contact me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. I would love to hear from you. I am praying for you, and I would ask you to pray for all of us who are going through give up worry for good. If, if, if it's not happening fast enough for you, if you feel you're not making enough progress, hey, we're only in week two. We're at the beginning of week two. Be patient with yourself, okay? It's going to bear fruit. Just keep taking it one day at a time. All righty. Thanks again. Remember, Sunrise Morning Show, 635 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll catch you back here on Following the Truth tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.